Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. Eddie Cox is an up-and-comer in the St. Louis hip-hop scene. As Sir Eddie C., he's making waves with locals and even just notched his first performances in New Orleans and Chicago. Let's give a taste of his sound with his track, Change. And that's Change by rising hip-hop artist Sir Eddie C. But he'll be the first to tell you that he doesn't necessarily have the quote-unquote coolest origin story. As Eddie Cox, he grew up in Belleville. And at his school, he made the Nationals in debate. So here to discuss that point where the debate team meets hip-hop is Eddie Cox himself, also known as Sir Eddie C. Eddie, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you very much for having me. This is uh, awesome. Thank you, thank you. So you're from Belleville. Um, Mm -hmm. Is there much of a hip-hop scene in the Metro East? You know, um, it's pretty funny because a lot of people do music there, but uh, there's not a lot of outlets to get that out. So uh, I'm happy that you mentioned uh, being on the debate team because that was definitely something I did um, to basically figure out a way to use words and express myself um, because I was always writing like hip hop lines, but I wasn't able to get them out in a certain way. So yeah, people definitely, there's a really, really rich uh, music history in Belleville. It's pretty cool. And you now live in St. Louis. Yes, I've been living here for about five years um, in the city uh, for three and then in West County for two years. Okay. And so you mentioned debate, like this yeah. was a big thing oh, yes. in your life. Tell me how you first got involved with the debate team. Um, Pretty much it started really simple. Uh, high school, we had to pick an elective, and none of the other things interested uh, interested me at all. Um, I always did sports in grade school all the way up, and I was like, all right, let me try this debate thing. Um, I went to the first tournament I went to and got completely massacred. <laughs> Um, it was it was really bad. Like it shut they out. They wipe you off the floor. Yes, uh, these kids came in. These kids came in with like briefcases and everything. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what is going on? I just have like sheets of paper that I'm gonna read off of. Totally got the floor. Uh, I got the like people wiped the floor with me. And uh, my competitive side, since I did sports, kicked in. And I was like, oh no, I have to get good at this. I went to the coach immediately and was like, teach me how to be good at this. And I bet the coach was thrilled that you oh, had yes. had such a bad first debate because that's what you needed. Uh, well, absolutely. And the thing is, is that when you signed up for the elective, it was actually a debate class and no one wanted to go to a tournament. They were like, wait, no, you didn't tell us we had to go to a tournament. And uh, she was just basically like, yeah, no, that you have to pass the class and you have to go to a tournament. So that's what did it. And uh, I took it all the way, all the way through high school and college. And it was great. And so in college, you, you stuck with it. Um, yeah. And so you got a degree in political science. Yeah. Um, how do you go from being a debate, uh, ch- you know, champ, you're going to mm-hmm. nationals and you're studying poli-sci yep. to saying, you know what, I'm also going to do hip hop. Uh, uh, well, it started, it's, it's really, really funny. Um, I started freestyling a lot in college, um, just just freestyling rapping with a lot of the, the people that I, that I, you know, we're in a really small dorm and we're just freestyling rapping together. And uh one of my friends, Alex, I got a laptop. I got an Apple uh, MacBook for for Christmas one year. Uh, my mom got it for me, and my friend Alex told me, "Hey, man, you know you can actually record a song on <laughs> on your MacBook." And I was like, "Okay, um, how do you know that?" And he's like, "Well, my ex girlfriend uh, made a song, and we should probably make one too to make her jealous." And I'm like, uh, "Okay." <laughs> so women were involved. 
you know, absolutely, for sure. I love women. Shout out to women. <laughs> um, but no, we made a song, and the first time I heard my voice on a track, I was like, "This is this is what I'm supposed to be doing." <laughs> so it was a really weird transition because I would be at debate tournaments, you know, prepping for rounds about like really deep political issues, all the while when I had off time mixing records and making songs at debate tournaments. So um, I knew the moment when I wanted to make the full transition because actually uh, my partner and I like won a tournament and then I uh, was like, yeah, you know what? I think I want to do music now. So that's when I made You kind of got to go out on top. Mm-hmm. And so it's been all music ever since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Music has been like the main thing that I've been doing. Uh, like it's it's great and to see it grow, um, like you mentioned, Chicago, New Orleans. That's uh, huge. Yeah, for sure, because uh, a lot of people don't leave um, the city. Um, so to be able to go out and be able to do the music and it's being received really well from different types of audiences, it's really gratifying and I do appreciate it a lot. So yeah. So let's get to that music. We played a, a song earlier, but I also want to play a track called Idols. And you've said this has special meaning for you related to your mother. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so what what is that what is that story? There? So Idols, um, it started out as a critique of one of my uh, favorite uh, artists, um, but then it, like towards the middle of the song, it does get into this explanation of appreciation rather for my mother, mm-hmm. um, and she is someone that really really taught me all of the things in life that I feel that I needed to do to like really grow and be like a really good human being uh, but more importantly how to really really work hard so there's certain lines in the songs where um, you know it may be certain things that may seem like status symbols but they mean way more so uh, in the song I say I remember when my mom copped her first Benz so she bought a Mercedes Benz she always wanted one she grew up really really mm-hmm. poor in the projects and she always wanted that car um, and she worked really hard she moved us to like I never saw like massive amounts of struggle ever because like by the she time, paved the way exactly like if she, we were already like kind of good by the time like my brother and my sister and I were all born so uh um and she would go back she would go back and mm-hmm. like uh she did like financial work so she would do that in the community and she would go back you know in that car and she was always good there and um idols was important because I got to play that for her um in 2018 on October 1st was her birthday and then she passed away on the 12th Oh my, so she got to hear it right before. I got to play it for her. And most people don't get that moment, you know? Um, Most people will make those type of songs and lyrics like after someone has passed. And I really got to, you know, show my appreciation for her because again, she did pay for debate. She did pay for me to go to all these tournaments and all these expensive, you know, all these expensive things that come along with like political science. I went to a private college, you know, all these things. And for her to say like, no, you should be doing music. I appreciate you doing this meant the world. And that's really the only cosign I ever really need in music Mm -hmm. is because she gave everything for me to be. I always tell people in an alternate universe, I'm working in Washington, D.C. right now doing campaign organization or something. Yeah. And for her to not be because how many other kids want to do things in the arts? And their parents are like, no, you're being a doctor. Like, yeah. what do you know you're doing? And for her to say, and for her to give me that blessing and say, like, no, this is for you. Like, that meant the world. So. Well, let's play that track, Idols. I don't know. I just want it better for my kids. Just to show them they ain't got a lot on projects. I remember when my mom copped her first Benz. She made a point to drive it through her old projects. Not the stuff, but 
to remind herself where she been And to show me that anything is an option Well, hey mama, you know I caught that lesson I hope you live it long enough to see me manifest it Yeah, you taught me no weapon formed against me will ever prosper You taught me cheaper to keep a Johnny Taylor and gospel <laughs> Just know that I got you, Ooh, just know your son popping Woo, just know that I'm on the move to make things better for you and that is Idols by Sir Eddie C. And Eddie Cox is here with us in studio. Now, Eddie, you say you make regular people rap. What does yes. that mean? Yes. Okay, so this is one of my favorite, favorite points of conversation because um, I know I do feel like in hip-hop, sometimes people are forced to pick a lane, as we say, and stick with it. Um, where I feel like the full... I've always appreciated artists that were able to paint... Uh, do music, um, the, the dancing, all, all the arts, and really represent a broad spectrum of what it means to be a human being. Um, so in that, I've always wanted my music to reflect the same thing. So yeah, sometimes I'm going to turn up and have fun, you know what I mean? And then other times, I'm definitely going to want to have a little bit deeper conversation about a specific issue that's pertaining to social issues, uh, spe- especially as a black person, you know? Um, and then uh, sometimes I'll be sad over a breakup, you know? Uh, but all these things are all in encompassing of what it means to be just a regular person and I feel like that's what makes my music really identifiable um, and accessible to so many people is because I'm not just one thing and Mm -hmm. oh I know exactly what I'm going to get from him every time because I feel like every time I drop a song I'm brand new and I always want people to feel like they're not just getting the same thing repeatedly so yeah and do you feel that your political science training comes in handy in in your hip-hop absolutely uh debate debate especially because like debate led me to political science but um being able to speak to people and communicate effectively has always been like a strong suit of mine um and even on my first performances ever I was able to rock the crowd, so to speak. Um, But I only had that experience. There was no prior experience in music to do that. It was like me getting up in front of like a bunch of people that was like, okay, what is this kid going to say in a political argument? Because like I did wear Jordans in like debate rounds. I wasn't the kid that was like came with a suit and a briefcase, but I made really, really good points. And um, yeah, so all that trained me for what I'm doing now. Um, And I appreciate it because you never, you know, like all those years ago, I never would have imagined me signing up for a debate class would have prepped me for exactly what I'm doing right now, being in front of you and being able to talk about my music. So yeah, I, it's, all full it's a fascinating journey. Yeah. So Eddie Cox, a.k.a. Sir Eddie C., thank you so much for joining thank us today. Thank you so much. Thank you. And good luck with your, your music career. Thank you very much. St. Louis on the Air is produced by Evie Hemphill and Lara Hampton, with production assistance from Aaron Dorr, Charlie McDonald, and Joshua Phelps. The senior producer is Emily Woodbury, and the executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU. Thank you for listening. I'm Sarah Fenske. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.